Hi lads! <laughs> Welcome to the Nomads of Fantasy Soul! I'll be your host for this evening. My name is Eric. And I got these other two feckin' gums with me. Got Brandon. We haven't been rowing. I don't think we've been rowing. Have we been rowing? And I got me other mate Dave. That was Australian. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed you went. Uh, uh, when I stopped and I had to transition, it was terrible. All right, Dave, say your quote. I do worry sometimes I might just be entertaining myself while staving off the inevitable. Ooh, Aren't we all? Just Cuts deep. Once you, you're dying yeah. since the day you're born. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's a profound, profound quote for my... I don't know. This movie was interesting. I have mixed feelings on it. It's a weird movie. We didn't even say the movie yet. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about or why we're speaking in Irish accents, we watched The Banshees of Inishirin, uh, which is a newer movie. Uh, it came out October of last year. Um, yeah, it's brand new, nominated for Best Picture this year in the Oscars. Like, this is it's hot stuff right now. Um, but yeah, before we get into any of that, Dave, why don't you take it away and tell us what uh, we got coming up on the Nomad schedule? Yeah. If you'd like to play along at home, well, join our studio audience, come play with us. Uh, next week, we'll be watching The Menu, which has been getting some some buzz coming up. Um, that one should be interesting. And then after that, for Valentine's Day, we're watching the Valentine's Day special, Get Out, the Jordan Peele <laughs> film. Such a romantic movie. <laughs> I mean, Watch that you know, with there is a couple in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, the guy's eyes are bleeding in the picture for the movie, so They're, it looks pretty romantic. But it's red. It's love, love, tears of love. <laughs> sure. Uh, and close out the month of February, we'll be watching Vox Machina season two. Hell season yeah! Two. Which is another another follow up that we're doing. I think yeah. uh, Alice in Borderlands was the first, and Vox will be the second. So. Yeah, Looking forward fun. to that. Sweet. Well, I hope y'all nomads play along at home and watch along with us. Um, but for now, before we say our impressions on this movie, we w- we went to the Twitterverse to see what other people thought of this one. Uh, if you want to mm-hmm. follow us, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter. Uh, we had Stu World Order said incredibly well made. <laughs> one of the best dark <laughs> comedies I have ever seen. Uh, Supreme Collector okay. Nick <laughs> says, just okay. watched it yesterday. It was dark and silly in a way that didn't work for me. Really good performances, though. Okay. Dark, yeah, okay. Dark, mixed, definitely. Mixed silly. opinions on it, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Chase Space Lizard Jester right, <laughs> says, second favorite movie of 2020, five out of five. Wow, okay. The Geeky so Dad wow. Podcast says, loved it. It was totally not what I expected. SP Film Viewer says, absolutely amazing. Initially went in not knowing much about it, but I watched it twice in swift succession, which is a rarity for me. Hmm. Shoot the Flick says, we literally just watched it and I liked it, but I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. I finally watched podcast says, so amazing. Best Martin McDonough film. I I don't know how to say it. Yeah, McDonough. Is that how you say the director's name? I think if you're it is Irish, it, so if you're saying it Irish, you're gonna say McDonough. All right, McDonough. That's what we'll go with. <laughs> uh, Big Drink Energy Podcast says loved it. Fucking hysterical. 
know about hysterical, but and the the internal cauldron of emotions has knew next to nothing about it going in and loved it. Definitely a, a different take on life and friendship. Made it a movie night with my BFF though, and it made it a little awkward. <laughs> I'd imagine yeah. that it's a little awkward watching with your best friend. Yeah, uh, it could be a little weird. Um, and finally, a gamer looks at forty says, "Thought it was fantastic. A wonderful example of a bizarre premise held aloft by great performances and a focus on personal connections or the severing of them. In this case, the characters all feel real. The dialogue top notch, and the themes are beautifully expressed." Huh. I said, couldn't have said it better myself. There are a lot of layers to peel back on this one. Yeah. Some of them, I don't know, some of them are a little more obvious than others, but there's definitely some shit going on here. Well, let's not wait any longer to peel back those layers. We'll take our first little break here. It's 2 p.m. 2 p.m. <laughs> That's right. We're heading down to the pub. Talk about the Banshees of Inishirin right after this. the banshees of inishirin like i said this movie came out last year 2022 it's got nominations up the wazoo uh including for the academy awards 95th academy awards best picture best director best actor for colin farrell best supporting actor uh best supporting actress and best original screenplay so yikes that's a lot yeah lots of nominations Lots of praise going on, very critically received, very well. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like That's insane. People are going crazy over this movie. And I, I haven't even I didn't even hear this movie until Brandon, you brought it up. Like I this wasn't even on my radar until you said something. Yeah, I saw it on HBO, just like by the picture, flipping through, and I'm like, oh, those two actors are together again because they were in, in Bruges. And I'm like, okay, that was it. And then I'm like, oh, well, I should watch that sometime because I liked In Bruges. Um, and then I saw it was on this list for mo- best movies of the year. And I'm like, what? That, crazy. that movie with the weird name? I'm like, okay. So, uh, yeah. I, I watched a couple videos from people just praising like the movies of the year or like critiquing it. And just, this movie got brought up time and time again. And uh, figured we should probably watch this one just because it's it's, yeah. it's fun to like watch a movie while everyone's talking about it at the same is it time. Like, is it, I feel like this movie has not had any marketing whatsoever. Like I, again, I, I didn't don't think I had many commercials of this movie because it was made to win Oscars and it was made to win. It's Academy true. Awards. It's, it's yeah. long. And Have you seen this guy's other work? Uh, I don't Martin think so. McDonough. I don't know. I don't, I don't I think either. so. You so you haven't seen in Bruges and no. you haven't seen three that billboards. I have cool. not seen In Bruges. Okay. It's interesting because I've... Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is this is his style, actually. It's it's different. It It's definitely the opposite of your standard Hollywood drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea where this story was going. I guess he really likes 
Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson because yeah. they're in almost every single one of his movies. Oh, a lot of those actors are in the other movies. And he has a brother, the the guy that wrote this and directed it. Um, he has a brother who also does movies and stuff like that. But you blame them though; though their two two are great in general. But yeah. Well, no. did you, Dave? Do you know who Brendan Gleeson is? Oh, it's Mad Eye Moody, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mad Eye Moody. Potter. And did you, I was looking it up too, and I didn't know this, but Domhnall Gleeson is his son. Oh, from is he My, from Lord uh, of the Rings? No, uh, General Hux in oh, oh, Star no Wars way. and Ex Machina. Yep. No way, that guy, oh, the little red-haired his, kid. That's yep. his son. That's his son, dude. Ha- they have they done a movie together because they're both really good actors. That would be um, probably impressive. his whole his whole family. All the Gleasons, they're all actors. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Domino Gleason is is one of his sons. So I've, I was oh, just I looking him up, and I'm like, damn, that's cool. Well, so this, yeah, so using the same actors and, and all that stuff is, but, and it's a very simple plot. His movies have, I, what I've known, I've only seen two, <laughs> this and in, in Bruges. Um, but like, I think it's like Tarantino. You're watching those movies for the dialogue. And this is a very specific style. Did you guys yeah. have sub or your captions on? on of course, absolutely. We did, we discussed this before. Brandon on and I always have subtitles on and everything. I didn't so. have them in the beginning, and I was understanding like twenty five percent of what they were saying at times. I had to, you need them, yeah. For this one, absolutely. If I saw this in the theaters and I didn't have cap or captions on, I would have been lost. But well, they're talking with Irish accents, but it's like it's like it must be a you know, an accent specific to this area, you know, in a Sheeran or whatever, because it's very different than your normal stereotypical Irish accent. And it's 1921 or 1923. 23. Is that what it was? Okay. Well, if people haven't seen this movie, let me just hit the summary right here and then we can probably get into the spoiler territory. Watch it. If you haven't seen like, seriously, go watch this movie. The uh, movies are great when you go in blind and this is a good movie. Go, go watch it. But uh, it says, Two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. Yeah, that's that is exactly what this that's movie it. is. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> it's it's bizarre, honestly. Like uh, I'm trying to think about his other work and that was that was kind of dreamy like. But this. And I know there's so many themes we want to dig into, but being on an island in that time with like these characters it was very like i i this is so bizarre to me i just how this is their life like what think, do like, they do throughout the day how do they make exactly money? he's like, a milker he's a milk farmer but yeah i mean they you show one think scene of him they these like, are like milk. the only people that they like for their entire life that they're growing up with like Everybody knows everybody, and the like. The sister was saying like nobody ever fucking leaves. Like everybody just stays here, and even uh, Podrick has a chance at the end to leave, and he and he just decides he wants to stay and continue doing his thing. I don't, I'm not gonna spoil anything yet, but he decides to sit yeah. around. So it's weird. Yeah, I it, had... gives, it gives. It's like a. It's almost like a a slice of life movie you know it's just taking this little weird 
island and showing how these people live, you know, and that's really what the whole movie is, like how these people interact with each other, what they, I guess, what their <laughs> motivations in life are. Um, like I said, I'm this is spoiler free territory, but it's an it's an interesting movie. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. And there's like a weird ass old lady. Who's clearly like the <laughs> banshee? Like, He's the banshee. But like, yes, yeah. She is, is she? just lingering around and foretelling shit. You know, she's the, the she's like the old crone or the old hat. Like, right? She's the right. They the, allude to so it's weird. Allude. Like, there's it's not like she's like a real witch, but like she, for her to have to foretell what was to happen. You know, right. like there is some they allude kind of, to it. There's some kind of magic going on because like mm, I just, don't think so. No. Okay, the behavior of Colm. Right? He's depressed. Oh, sorry. We're going to cut off spoilers. We'll just, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, let's if get we're gonna into get it. Into this it is I want to argue. Natural about transition. This fucking yeah. movie. This fucking movie. <laughs> this fucking movie. Yeah, All right. Well, fucking... Then fine. Then fine. If we're going to dig into it, let's hit our reactions, guys. All right. We all went in blind. <laughs> <laughs> we all went in blind. <laughs> no what? idea what was. I'll go last. What did you? What, let's okay. go with right. Dave. Let's start us off. Dave, then Eric, then me. Let's, what do you got? I, it was. I mean, it's a dark. <laughs> it's a dark movie. I didn't find there was like little bits and pieces of comedy in it. I thought at the end, I thought it's like an episode of It's Always Sunny in Ireland, like from the 1920s, essentially. Because <laughs> it's not that they're horrible people. It's just like weird fucking shit. But I don't know. I thought it was. It was really slow and really boring in parts, and. The acting was super good, and I think the reason why people love it so much and think it's so cinematic is because you're shooting and on an I- I- island off of Ireland, and like you're having conversation. It's hard not to have a beautiful vista anywhere. You can point the camera unless you're pointing at the ground or in the sky, but <laughs> everywhere around here, there's just super nice landscape shots. Uh, the acting in it was fantastic, but just the story was just kind of... I don't know. I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> I don't mm. want to sound like Debbie Downer. We are a hashtag <laughs> no, mostly positivity podcast, but I don't no, know. That's yeah. At the end, like, like the ending was very anticlimactic. I didn't really. I'm like, oh, there's the fucking credits. I just wasted two hours of my life. Time to hopefully somebody's but on. That's Xbox. the point. Uh, I, know. I was gonna say. I don't want to. I don't want to shit all over it, but I was. I was kind of a meh. I don't think I'd go right. back and watch okay. it. So what 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 would you give out of like stars? We don't have to give a number, but like out of stars, like five what? stars out of five. Like, out of five, yeah, yeah, out of five stars. like two and a half or a three, maybe a three, probably a three, because it's the acting's good, the visuals are good. I just wasn't pulled in by the story, although it was kind of funny in parts and it was weird and suspenseful in parts. But so you say wasted two hours, but would you not recommend people to watch this then? No, probably not. Okay. Right. I mean, right. dep- unless you're like, this is one of those movies. It's not It's not a movie. I'm sorry. It's a film. I feel like it was specifically <laughs> it's a made. Cinematic experience. Yeah. Specifically made to win awards with the way it was Which shot. is funny because so our last the episode. Are so good. Eric said the same thing about Birdman because they right. had one best. Oscar movie. bait. Yeah. yeah. And it did. So, but Birdman, I think Birdman was way better than this movie. I don't know. Birdman. Birdman is a really good movie. <laughs> it's a, I mean,. <laughs> You can't compare Birdman in this movie. Like they're they're both dark, opposites. dark humor. I mean, I I guess right. It's hard. They're to just compare. completely yeah different styles. Um, what, what did you think, Eric? I'm a little warmer on it than Dave. Again, I don't think this blew me away. Best movie I've ever seen. But like, I don't know. 
Right. I was good. And like, it, again, it says something. I feel like I've said this before. It says something when like this movie, it kind of presents itself as a boring movie. Mm-hmm. And I was watching this in bed. It's two hours long, but I didn't fall asleep. Nope. Like I was invested enough not to fall asleep. Did the wife watch it too? This movie. No, this was, I was alone. I feel this like one. if once the second half of the movie starts, then it gets kind of a little bit like, yeah, I mean, wild. I'm just, yeah, I, I so. was very interested, right. To see what was going to happen next and kind of where this whole relationship would end up. Um, so it was definitely interesting. Like I said, not really a movie that I've ever seen or a movie that, or that I would choose to watch on my own. If I saw mm-hmm. this on HBO Max, I probably wouldn't be like, ooh, that looks interesting. But I'm still <laughs> glad that I watched it. Would you watch it again? Maybe, I don't know, in a couple of years. Or like if the wife wanted to watch it with me or something. But like I don't know if I would watch it again by myself. Yeah. You know. Okay. It's kind of a, like we said, it's kind of a, a downer of a movie. You got to be kind of in the mood to watch it. And I wasn't really expecting it. I didn't know. Again, I went in blind, so I didn't know what to expect. But I think I was overall positive on it. Again, like Dave said, great acting, great visuals, uh, great cinematography. Like, again, Oscar bait, but I think it was it was good. I liked it. I would say four, four out of five stars. I'm on the four out of five as well, I think. I think I don't I can't place my finger on it yet on what it would yeah, take to beat the five, because I feel yeah. like this movie is so different than what I usually see that I just need to spend some time thinking about it. I actually do want to see it again because I was so caught up with the visuals. I mean, it's landscapes. Let's not pretend well, like they're doing anything not crazy. Just yeah. that, but not just and that, this... but like the use of color was like very distracting to me. So to me, everything was very desaturated, green, obviously, uh, and brown, very earthy. Mm-hmm. But... When you go to um, Colm's uh, house, he's got a yellow room. And it's just, to me, it felt very vibrant compared to everything else. And then um, uh, Padraig's sister. What was her uh, name? Shaban. Shaban. Shaban, uh, she has a bright yellow coat. She has a the red, red dress. Coat. Yeah. Red, yeah, you know, she looks... She she looks like a sore thumb. She just stands out like a sore thumb in this island, you know, which is why she leaves. She has that duh. I was why say, am it I here? Makes, it puts those themes like right out in front of you, you know. Right. Everybody else is dull brown colors. Yeah, stuck in their way. So I was just caught up with those colors, and I was just like, "What are they saying?" And I'm and I'm missing. And there's a heavy, heavy accent. So I got lost a little bit. I won't lie, you know. I, and it's it's a slow movie, but I knew going in that this is like a dialogue driven kind of very, story. Yeah, very much I, so they use a lot of that irish, other movie. irish slang and it's tough to it would i mean i guess yes you can watch it again and probably pull a little bit more out of the metaphors and other dialogue and i think and it's like designed that. to be re rewatched. i mean there's so many themes that i think you're supposed to like kind of look at like like going back now look at podrick guy is legit smiling and like waving at everybody, he is so jolly and happy with his content yeah. with his wife, like his life, as he's walking through. As we learn about these characters, and at the say, end of the you, movie, he's got the eyes. Two of, yeah, and at the end, he's like his eyes are like full of of rage and anger and darkness, and it's not bright anymore. Like 
He's legit changed. He's not the same Padraig at the beginning of the movie. In, no. in a matter of, what, a week? It was a pretty crushing... He had a pretty rough day or two in, <laughs> in there. Yeah. yeah. The day that... Uh, let's, uh, Colm, Colm does the, the rest of his fingers, and then the donkey, and then his sister leaving. I felt legit fucking bad for the guy. Dude, like, yeah. Who wouldn't be depressed after well, all you're that? You're supposed to be. By the yeah, time that you find out that this character Dominic has died, which I think he committed suicide, but like, you don't even feel bad for Dominic because you're so caught up with like what's going on with. Well, that's uh, even Padre. fucking sadder because that kid, you know? like, he's too. Uh, I don't know. He's two forks short of a drawer of silverware over there. He's not the not the <laughs> sharpest box. Not the sharpest box, not the sharpest crane in the box. That's what it is. Sharpest tool in the box. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, I feel bad look for at the that island because yeah, he's like no, no money. Look at how he grew up. His dad too. Beats yeah, the shit out of him. He gets and molested. he's untouchable because he's a cop. Yeah, you know, yeah. He beats the shit out of him, and he fucking molests, molests him. him too. Right. Yeah, right. Which so good on Podrick. Podrick's Padre telling him to fuck off. Good on. I so mean, good on that. Right. So again, so this is I think where the strengths really are is like the the. Yes, the the behavior of these characters is so bizarre. Like who legit who's who threatens to cut their fingers off and then actually do it, right? Yeah. You think it's a it's a, a threat, but it's like um it's a metaphor for something. Well, it's cuz all he wants to do is retire and play the fiddle and he's willing to that's his fiddling hand like <laughs> okay, which so is let's get which into is it. fucked up because Yeah. Let's like, talk about his, calm. He's trying to make a point, essentially. It's just like a, a stubborn point. It's why, very, very extreme. Why doesn't Colm just beat the shit out of Podrick and tell him to fuck off? Like, why does he have to self We start the movie with him depressed. Li- right. He's depressed. Is he depressed? Is that what's going on? Do you yes. Think yeah. Well, in that one scene, like, it makes it pretty obvious in the confessional there with the mm-hmm. priest. The, he, the priest literally, he asks him, like, how's the despair? And then Colm just says, it's back. I killed a miniature donkey. By accident, but... I do feel bad about it. Do you think God gives a damn about miniature donkeys, Colin? I fear he doesn't. And I fear that's where it's all gone wrong. Is that it? That's what it is. Aren't you forgetting a couple of things? No. I think I've covered it. Wouldn't you say punching a policeman is a sin? I hear. If punching a policeman is a sin, we may as well just pack up and go home. And self-mutilation is a sin. It's one of the biggest. Is it? Self-mutilation, so you have me there, multiplied by five. How's the despair? It's back a bit. But you're not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to do anything about it, no. And that's and that was it. That was like the only reference to that. I mean, they all kind of Podrick and Shaban, they were kind of theorizing that Colm had been depressed, but that kind of confirms it, you know, 
And like, we just, we have to assume that the reason is because Colm, again, like all of these other people that have been on this island have been stuck there for their entire life, basically just wasting away, waiting to die, doing nothing. As and in Colm they is... are the Banshees as well. They're just ghosts. I know Banshees mm, typically but... are women, but, but yes, yeah. they're but the ghosts. I mean, it's Banshee like their sounded, existence is Banshee just... sounded cooler, he said, I think. He's having an end-of-life existential crisis about what is the right. meaning of life and all that kind of stuff. And he just what, wants, When he dies, what is he going to leave behind, yeah. you know? And we all have that moment, right? Like, I think I legit think about this all the time. And it's funny because the last movie we watched was like what Birdman was going through. I don't want to be remembered as Birdman. I want to be remembered as being an artist who can do both. And at the end of the movie, it's like, what is his legacy? Did he or did he not, you know, do what he did at the end of the movie? I don't give it away. But like, you know, so here we are with this movie. And it's, this guy like it's funny. woke up one morning. It's just like, I'm going to, I think there's more to that. Than, than that i think there's a, a, something else at play here i think it's not only does like everyone else have regret for not doing more with their life and being stuck on this island but i think he but he may have said i don't want Podrick to fall into what i've done and the only way to do it is like cold turkey this guy well that's the i mean that's the dichotomy we see like the stark difference between colm and Podrick. like Podrick is just like He's again. He's a. He might be a little dull or whatever, but he's blissfully ignorant. Am I dull? Nice guy. He doesn't. He's happy with what he has. Am I fucking dull? He's happy with what he has, even on. You know, he likes his little life, his little island, his little routine every day. He's happy with being friends with Cole and fucking going down to the bar at two o'clock every afternoon. for the rest of his life. You know, he's fine with that. He is, and that's why him and Cole Colm couldn't really make their friendship work because Cole Colm, I keep saying Cole Colm wanted something more out of his life. And again, he wanted I mean, his legacy to be remembered, but Podrick's like, I just want to have fucking conversations and yeah, chat down who at the was, pub. Who was a falling out like that though? Like maybe you, instead of going and hanging out right. with them like four days a week, you hang out with them three or two days a week. Or you just say like, or explain talk- yourself. Hey buddy. Like <laughs> fucking maybe he, up, maybe he up. has talked to him and he, cause we, we learned through the experience through the movie yeah. that he just doesn't get it. Like he's just like, nah, maybe. And he just can't help himself. <laughs> it's like, maybe he's tried many times. Like, dude, I've told you like, we need it. I need space for me. Yeah, I, we get a whole me. scene. He kicks, I'm going he kicks his door right in. Now. He kicks his door and tells him off. And then he's like, sits down and he's like, like after it's done, he's like, you, you want to go down to the pub? And that's the, that was the first finger. No, right. That was the, that was the f- second. I think that was or... the first finger. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe maybe that was the the rest he, of them. I think he saw him at the bar. I forget when the first one was. But when you guys were watching this movie, did you really think that when Colm threatened Podrick that it, it, the next time you talk to me, I'm going to cut off my finger, well, yeah, all of my fingers? He sounded sound pretty serious. It's weirdly. Do you think he really was going to do it though? Too like it's so specific. Like and you're painting yourself into a corner. Like. If you don't I mean, cut off your fingers, then what are you? Like, right, then what? So that right. means, You're an Irishman with no honor. He knows Podrick. He knows that Podrick won't stop. So do you think he self-mutilated himself, like, knowingly? He was going to do this to himself? It wasn't like, oh, this is escalating, and I'm, I'm being an artist, and I'm going to be remember for being the well, crazy artist that cut his fingers. Or like, he knew before this that, like, it's either I'm going to kill myself or I'm, I'm going to lose some fingers. But, like... I got to like, this is the best thing I can have to keep I me feel alive like, is cutting my fingers off. I don't know. I don't know if it was like something like, you know, even if 
even if he didn't cut his fingers off, Podrick would just keep bothering him. So he wouldn't be able to use his because he wanted to use his fingers. Like you said, it was his fiddle in hand. And that's what he was using his fingers for. So like <laughs> if he didn't cut him off and Podrick just kept coming around, he wouldn't have been, been able to finish his songs or whatever. Still didn't so he's work. Nope, he cuts him off to make the point, like, <laughs> fuck off, dude. Yeah. Get away from me. Yeah. But yeah. when he's at the bar jamming with the yeah. you know, with the yeah, with the stub on one with hand the, and the oh, violin. Yeah, the dude. blood is splattering everywhere. And like obviously it's a movie, but like dude cuts his fingers off and he doesn't even treat the wound. He just lets it fucking bleed out, drip all over the I, place, lets his dog lick it. It's not hard to to think that maybe Calm does end up killing himself. If he I feel like only if you were to end your life right your fingers like don't mean anything to you because like you're, you're already like my whole body at this point and it was an ex maybe i mean again if he was depressed it was an excuse for him to like feel something even if it's pain right. you know right you could yeah. get it if you want to think look at it that deeply but this is why i think the movie's going over so well with people because it's hitting on so many things small town syndrome suicide and i, I think yeah a right, lot of people depression. there's a ton of things in here people could relate to like in friendships, the depression aspect, being good, being a jerk, because like, cause no matter what, like Patrick is a nice guy in his heart, right? Yeah, yeah. Where Colm, like, this is kind of a dick move, dude. Like, it really this, is why, a dick move. Well, you, you couldn't. There's got to be another way, because you, you should know your buddy's not. He's too dense to get it, and he's not going to stop giving up on you because he's too nice. And you're just going to walk by him and ignore his existence. And well, the impression the, I got, like, off. they were never really that good of, like, Podrick thought they were really good friends. But it was it seemed like it was a one-sided friendship. Because, like, Colm, again, the way you can drop someone like that, that's not, you know, that's not really a, a friend. And, like, <sighs> if I feel like Colm was just trying to, again, fill the time because he was stuck on this island. So he's like, I got nothing better to do. Let's talk to this dope. You know? Right. I know. Right, and then he finds his music, and he's like, "Well, I got something better now." So it's the only thing that keeps I think him. He looking. already had that, but yeah. Maybe when he got there, I don't know. Made friends with the local, and just kind of he forgot about what he was. You know, I guess we don't know whether Colm actually grew up on Inishirin or if he came there later in life. I don't know, but or what, they never he, what really does he get even do it. for a living? We don't know what he does. He just sits. He's in retired. House. He's just. I thought he was retired. His... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Down by the in his rocking chair, fiddling, looking out at the sea. Yeah. See, and you got that right across the right across the water. You got that uh, the Irish Civil War, which is another metaphor for the civil war between friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would say, like, right, I would say, it. yeah, it's. I feel like, and I apologies to anybody from Ireland that is listening to this and understands the significance of that being in the story. But to me. I could have done it without the Civil War. To me, it was like, I get that it's yeah. like the small talk that Colm didn't want to do. Like, I don't want to do small talk with you anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. And what did they do at the end of the movie? Talk, small talk about the war across, the, you know, and I, to me, it was too on the nose. Apologies if there's something going way over my American head, but I could have done it without it. I could have just been like, there's just a small island and they just don't do anything about leaving and doing something with their life. That was enough for me. But well, dumb me. I uh, apparently Inishirin is fictional. It's not an actual place, right? There's a, like, I some, thought I just assumed it was real. There's supposed to be some island though that they, is like similar to this it's, name. But I'm they, sure it's they, based on it. Yeah, yeah. And it's beautiful wherever they shot it. I I was instantly taken away. I'm like, this is a good looking movie. This looks great. Um, but outside of Colm, we you know you have 
the brother and sister uh, as well. You have Padraig and Shushan, right? Shuban. Yeah. Shuban. God damn it. <laughs> Shushan. Shuban. Shushan. Um, what did you think about that? As far as like that relationship, like I thought it was bizarre. Again, I'm like, hold on. He's like they fifty seem... some years old. She's got to be forty some years old, and they're just living together, sleeping in the same room. Like she's not bad looking. He's not bad looking. Like, how some... are they single? But then, like I mean, later on, I get, of... I get this. I get it. There's nobody right. on the island. <laughs> and we get the hint that their parents died right early eight years on. ago. Yeah, eight, eight years ago. But that so was... like I'm I'm assuming it's just like. It's such a there's so like such a small island mm-hmm. that like there's nobody else to meet you know like right. there's no Padre's not gonna go get a girlfriend unless it's someone who doesn't already have someone in te- you know it's like they only have each other on this island and so they stick together. And she's well read, you can tell there's like she's very yeah. frustrated, you yes. know. She's got hopes and dreams still, and she wants to, and you know. Don't blame her because that's like people just work in the yeah. day and they just get drunk at night. And it's the only thing to like, do seems like a rinse, wash, repeat situation kind of thing. Why do you think she is smart enough to get off the island and actually like and get a good job? And to the point where like you can live with me, literally, and just leave it all behind. And because she reads, she reads a lot. And it doesn't seem like reading. I mean, it doesn't sound like a big accomplishment, but I think back then it was <sighs> like point. Especially in a, a town, you know, an area like that. No one seemed like they were well-read. No one probably even owned books. Maybe Colm owned a couple books, but like... Right. And she, he got yeah. he got his facts wrong anyways in front of everybody. And she calls him out right. on it. She was like, go, but, but then she's like, you're Which actually I, off. I like that point, too, because that's the point where Colm and uh, Podrick are arguing about, you know, who's going to remember you for being nice. And he's think he's got like this kind of smug smugness to him Colm does like you know this is what I gotta right. do and I gotta tell you to fuck off but then when she corrects him it kind of proves that like maybe he doesn't know like maybe you don't fucking know everything you dummy like <laughs> I don't know and yeah. kind of shoved in his same, face a bit in the same breath he's also saying that he's gonna be remembered as like the great right, you know? self-important I, I could do something that's why I can't compare he guy. compares it to fucking Mozart I'm like dude you're not fucking Mozart come on right but he I mean he is making his point so on one hand like you gotta kind of agree with Colm, like you know, he is getting near the end of his life. Like back to then, a certain point. Back then, they, you know, being in your, I don't know how long people life expectancy in the nineteen twenties was, but he's there's an be age difference close. between the the two leads for sure. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, you can kind of get his point that, uh, you know, he wants to do something to like I don't, the existential crisis of you know, there's nobody gonna remember me. I'm just gonna die and go in the fucking ground, and that's oh the yeah, end you of don't it. get like, remembered for being nice. Yeah, right. So this is not something that people remember by. I mean, you kind of get where he's coming from, but the extremes that he goes to in it and how he kind of uh, goes about it are kind of fucking silly. Right. Why, so why does he do it? Why, did, like, why, though? Why did he do that? And I, you make a good point. Maybe they weren't really that close. And he was just like, there's no one else to hang out with. And you're just the guy that's there at the bar to talk to. And you're just too dumb to get that we're not the same. Mm-hmm. But. But then I again, Calm does like genuine things. Yeah. This is what like the movie does very well. Is like whenever the world starts beating up Podrick, he's there to, to keep him, to help. Yeah, him. Yeah, when Dominic's dad knocks him on his ass, right? Colm I mean, is there to defend him. And later in the movie, he punches 
uh, punches the same guy, fucking uppercuts him yep. to defend <laughs> Podrick as well. So, Just like, good. you can tell that he still cares about Podrick, or else he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't have done any of those things. But, like, he just doesn't, yeah, he's got better things to do, you know? And you can tell that skitter of a son of mine, he better be home by tea time, or it's over the path of the both of you'll be, and your dreary feckin' sister, home! Oh, hello there, Colin. Will I see you at John Joe's tonight for that pint you owe me? I owe you no pint. You will, Pather. Good man yourself. There's like a couple of those weird, like, Seinfeld, like, miscommunication things. Like, he gives him the ride after he gets knocked in the face, and that gives Podrick, like, a glimmer of hope that he's still his buddy. And then, uh, what was it? Later in the movie, after the bar scene where they get into the argument, he's talking to, who's the kid again? The cop's Dominic. kid. Dominic, yeah. And he says, he tells him what he said after he left. Like, you know, maybe that's that's the most interesting he's been in a while. I think I like him now. Which gives him the confidence to go back to his house and, like, kick in the door and start to... And I'm like, dude... Yeah. It's like, just a repeating cycle, yeah. He keep, Yeah, he keeps getting, like, mixed messages and reading into the wrong things. Oh, where, dude. Like, you're kind of a dipshit, but... The April Fool's thing was good, too. Like, <laughs> I know. Really I like that. That was good. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a joke on me. I get it. See it, too. Uh, I'm the <laughs> fool. Right. Yep. I'll get the beer and I get a beer for y'all. See you down there, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude... And everyone's like, so stop bad for him. talking to him, please. And oh, they all just, just leave, they all back out of the like, we can't handle your feud. We're out of it. That Irish friendship civil war just mm-hmm. tearing apart. I don't know. There's a lot of all sorts of stuff. It's bleak. I don't think this movie was really that funny. I don't know if I just missed the dark comedy. There was there was, was like some ironic like, stuff. It's and just like, more like there. just the dark, awkward, humor. quirky things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the donkey dying from choking on a finger that was thrown at his house, like that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of. Well, that's not supposed to be funny. That's, that's kinda, no. That's that's the no. sad. That, that so and sad, Dominic's like suicide the, is like the dark the irony. Part. The dark irony of him not leaving him alone, and then his, you know, Colm's stubbornness to cut off four fucking fingers and throw them at his house, and that end up killing the donkey. It's just like a mm-hmm. dark irony. There's a lot of that. So Dominic, his last scene is with Podrick and it's they were like drinking again and they're on the the edge there and then Oh at the beach, right? Yeah, and then Dominic gets upset at uh Podrick because Podrick did that thing to that student. He of tells Holmes. the yeah, he tells the musician yeah, your dad I think dad died. Got, your dad died. You might want to go home and check that out and stuff like that. And, and it's and, so uh, weird it's Dominic so didn't because... like that because like you were the only person on this island that was still yeah. nice. Everyone else is such a dick, and then like and then you know he, he's dead the next scene, and it's like the only reason why Podrick was being like that is because Colm's actions were making him turn into this creature. I think so. Well, Col- and the because... donkey dies because of of Colm again. So like, Colm's responsible, I think. Chain reaction. Well, yeah. For these yeah. Podrick, Podrick doesn't really. He can't. Podrick, I feel like at that point, he feels like he can't win either way. He can't win being a nice guy because Colm doesn't want to be friends with him. He can't win being mean because that drives Dominic away too, which was like, they he was like his last sort of friend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's friendly with other he people totally in town, but he doesn't have any other friends. Right. Podrick. Exactly. So at that point, he loses it too. So I think Podrick at 
he feels like he's out of options. Like he can't win being nice. He can't win being mean. So, and then that's the point where <laughs> it's just like a double whammy. Shaban leaves, Jenny dies, and that just sets him off. Mm-hmm. So it was like a downhill spiral throughout the whole movie for for Podrick and I you got to feel bad for the guy <laughs> like, like he's just such a nice guy why does somebody want to like why do you want to put yourself through that watching this like I I get it like it's a well-acted movie and stuff like that but it's just it's kind of a ugh, like a like it takes it takes a bit out of you like I didn't finish the movie and be like oh that was good I want to watch that again like oh no I finished yeah, it a, and I was like man like I wish yeah it makes I you feel to be playing Xbox right now yep but sometimes, like, a mo- that's the power of a good movie, though, is it makes you feel a certain way. Sometimes sure. it's a downer, right? And I think yeah. this movie def- definitely excels at setting up expectations and then going a certain way that you probably didn't expect, right? Because it seemed like it was silly the first half. A little bit weird, a little bit dry, a little bit awkward and all that stuff. But the second half of the movie, it's not a different movie, but it's definitely a different tone as a shift. You know, once the first, yeah. once Combs shows up, and the brother and sister are talking in the kitchen, and you just hear that. And like, what was oh. that? And they go and they investigate. You know, that's when the movie, it's real. Like, oh, God, whatever Colm's yeah. going through, it's not just a misunderstanding or whatever. It He he was serious. He's also so serious that he legit cut his finger off. Yeah. yeah. People are saying, and I like, think this, it's a metaphor. That would weird you out in war. real life. Yeah, very much so. It's any, anybody you, going through that kind of level. It's almost like it's the 1920s version of somebody trying to ghost you on the internet or like ghost you. And nowadays <laughs> like, well, you can't, you can't do it in a place like this. No, there's like 10 people on this Island. You're going to run into them. You're going to pass them. You're going to go to the pub and they're going to be there. Like you can't just ignore each other for the rest of your life. I get where Podrick is coming from. Like, we can't just ignore each other. Like it, it doesn't work that way here. Hey, I'm Team Podrick in this movie. I, you know, I get, I understand Colm, but like, I think he's in the wrong. And like, if he wanted, sorry, if he left really, the then that's what I was. You're by yourself, anyways. Say. Like you're miserable. Yeah, who, yeah. If he really didn't want to be bothered by Podrick, he would have left. You know. And I get like uh, his house, whatever his house is there, but like, get a new fucking house. <laughs> you know. Like, I yeah. don't know. If you Same really, really Podrick. wanted to leave, then just leave the island. It's it's weird. I don't know. It's kind of funny. Like, in the beginning, it is uh, Podrick, like, begging to be friends with Colm or whatever. But by the end of it, it's Colm wanting to, like, bury the hatchet and stop things. And Podrick's the one being like, no, fuck you. We're taking this to the grave. Like, <laughs> you burned down my house. Are we even now? He's like, fuck no. Maybe if you were dead inside of it. I was like, damn, dude. That's like cold-blooded, Podrick. There's also that little tiny, like, glimmer left between them. Because uh, Colm, like, right at the end, Colm thanks him for watching his dog. And Podrick turns around and he's like, anytime. You know, so there's like there's yeah, still something there between them. Even history. after all of even after all of that, it's like you know, there's still this pull between them for some reason. Right. Yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great movie. I I, th- I can see why people like it. I, I think those are the little moments in the film that totally deliver. 
like like yes this is a a well-written movie and it makes me think it makes me feel something um depressed <laughs> it's yeah it, i know it's it's tough to like watch uh, like, sad films no. and like this movie again like i said it doesn't feel like a sad movie and then slowly turns into and i think it's by design everything in this movie is by design you know like look at the characters like uh dominic and jenny we haven't talked about jenny the donkey jenny the what a character a freaking it's, what is it is it a donkey a mule it's a, it's a miniature it's like donkey a mini- yeah a little miniature guy. donkey mm-hmm. uh with the little red like thing on it and stuff like that and just i don't the bow know and, and the bell you know when she's coming and i right uh, such a cute character uh didn't see it coming. I wasn't that like sad when it when it died. I'll be honest with you, but I was more sad for Padraig. Yeah, you know? not the fact it was that like Jenny his died, only friend, like that. His only friend was the donkey. After Shaban left, yeah, that yeah. was all he had left. You know, and right. like he has other animals, but Jenny, you could tell, was like the one. She was like, you know, she was trotting around inside. Obviously, Shaban didn't like that, but after she left, he was like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> this donkey's um, in. But yeah, the horse uh, and the donkey. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just felt so bad for him. Yeah. It does. Oh, Jenny. Ah, Jenny. It's like so the. <laughs> it really was. And he Poor buries guy. it, and it's buried in like a red and white. Like to me, I'm like I'm just paying attention to the color, like the green door. Like, what do the colors mean? I don't. I'm missing it, but like it's by design. I can tell. You don't make a movie without paying attention to everything in these films, and um. Yeah, I thought that well, was green really cool. means envy and <laughs> blue means sadness, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. Compared to like his other movies, Brandon, you saw like how does this one care? What was the other one, uh, bro? In Bruges, in, in, in Bruges, yeah, in Bruges. Uh, I saw in Bruges a while ago, and I really want to see the movie Three Billboards outside of some some city, some town. Um, that's got my boy Sam Rockwell in it, but oh, nice. three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing something about that one. Yes, and that might mm-hmm. be the same thing with like this. You know, it's just like a well-written m- film, but you know, kind of boring at parts. Well, who knows? But hmm. anyways, yeah, I think this this is as good as In Bruges. I would say In is Bruges it, is really good. Is it got the same tone of In Bruges? It's not as depressing, but does it have like I'm sure it's Got no, that's depressing. Comedy. There's depressing. I was say, it's oh, okay. a, he's mostly mo- known for like dark comedy. Yeah, absurdist black humor is what he's known yeah, for. Yeah, it's a little bit more. F- I guess I almost say fun, but like it's a little bit more adventurous because they're two hitmen, and they fucked up a job together, and they're in hiding, in like Bruges, right? So they're in Bruges, and right, while they're okay. hiding, uh, that's the some you know there's that's where the movie kind of starts while they're in hiding. But the with the um, uh, Colin Farrell, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's um, haunted by something that he did. That he just he's, he's it's it's a re- it's a, he's a well written character. He's got a background to him that he he's de- he's depressed. He's battling some kind of something that he fucked up in his past or something like that or whatever from the gig. So, anyways, good movie. This again, they're, they're to me they're very similar in many ways. I think the director has done an incredible job with visuals. Mm-hmm. I think the dialogue is really good in this movie, com- maybe compared to in Bruges. But in Bruges, I think, I think it's a, it's a, a, maybe it's a better film just because 
when you leave that movie, you're like, wow, that was different and a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Um, there's a villain in it, into that. you know. You know, well, this a is villain a, in this a villain. One the villain is depression. The, yeah. the villain is is the stubbornness of 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 mankind to not change what's not working. And I don't know, like, or oh, the metaphor for civil war that you know all you end up doing is hurting yourself. You're just right, fight, like, you're fighting against yourself and your your own brothers. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. I don't know. There's all hey, sorts hey, of those. What do you think of? Uh, we kind of skipped skimmed over her, but Lady McCormick. I thought that was kind of fun. I like that character being yeah, added she's, into she's wacky <laughs> she's like the the that... mysterious old lady oh the the sea hag or whatever yeah she's a, and like everybody's trying to avoid her you I know nobody wants great. to talk to her she's just a weird a weirdo yeah yeah you could tell she's kind of like an old hermit lives by herself something weird about her something possibly magical about her well, she's telling you like, know She's predicting the future and stuff like that. Like, there's definitely something fucked up and weird about her. But dude, she's legit walking around the area at night on the beach, on the sidewalk, or on the sidewalk, on the paths or whatever. Like, she's they're hiding from her in the dark. And then when they go to the, you know, when Dominic like proclaims his like love to, oh, I felt so bad for the kid. Yep. You know, she's there across the water, like creepily. Like, Mm -hmm. what does she have a little hut there or something like that? You know, yeah, that was her house. Yep. Yep. Right? So I think Across there's the something. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of fun to pretend or to maybe interpret that she is a magical character and some mystical character in some capacity because it makes the movie even a little bit more interesting because, yes, it could be boring. She's just an old lady, but she does legit say somebody is going to die in a month on this island. Two people. Possibly two, right? Mm-hmm. And. You're thinking this who's, is two main characters, probably, right? But one of those it two. Tur- it turns out to be Dominic and um, Jenny. Jenny. But how does she? Why does she just fucking say that out of nowhere? Now banshees are obviously sy- symbols for death and all that stuff, but like she legit calls it out, and it does happen. Yeah. And she tells him. Why does she tell him that? Why does she want him to know that? Could he prevent them? She's just trying to right? be accurate. Is it- you know, She's I mean, Banshee. Visions. Yeah. I mean, if we're looking at, you know, actual Banshees, like they, I mean, they just bring, bring the news of death. They, there's no other intention behind it. They just do they really, they just tell you. Yeah. They're, they herald the death of a family member. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think it's more fun that she's a real fucking Banshee. And uh, she called it out, and I think she's hanging out, watching stuff. Remember at the very end, uh, well, not the very end, but t- towards the end, towards the final act, I guess, uh, when Podrick's sister leaves, and you know, she's yeah, it was creepy yellow... as fuck. Oh, I was gonna ask he's on... about that. And he's waving at her. She's not even in focus, but you know, it's her. You know, right? I her. couldn't tell if it was her or Colm or I don't know who that was. It had to be Miss McCormick or Dominic, but. No, it, it was definitely her. You look at her because they're holding a staff and the her frame. and she was all in black. Oh, really? Like, yeah, she was the, I, I, I think looked... she was the only one who like dressed in black. You know, well, she's got her, her robes wears black or cloaks towards the end of the movie. That's because his donkey his, died. He wears his Sunday's best. But I think there's say, something. He only going wore black after Jenny died. Yeah, I mean that was there's def- after Jenny died. I, I think he was he definitely was more interesting because he was. I don't know. He had just given up 
hope essentially he had given up well he had that he had was like the left. last the last straw of his nice guy his old nice guy persona and now he was just angry and bitter and just fucking had it with fucking cold See, shit that and he had like you said he had nothing to lose he lost yeah. two of his he lost uh fucking Colm and dominic as friends he lost his sister mm-hmm. gone he and then he lost jenny like He's got nothing left, nothing left to live for, really. Ooh, Podrick? Yeah, Podrick isn't dying though. Yeah, but he's he's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's got no. He's friends. got nothing. He's got no family. He's got no Jenny. He has a family, and she invited him whenever he's ready. Yeah, but she's not an Innisfree. It's, it's the yeah. He's not gonna leave. He, like, oh, okay. So I feel like it's just stay? like yeah, absolutely. And just wither away. Yeah, yeah, until Colm, until they murder each other or something like that. They'll probably be feuding for I a while. I think it's like, I, I, I think he I think you guys just said they, they rekindled their friendship because of the any time. I thought you were saying. There's, I mean, there was no, a spark I there. So. I don't know if that, it's probably going to be like a, a friendly feud going on between them for the rest of their lives. But like, I don't think Podrick would ever leave the island. Because no. he, like you said, he's. he's definitely not, he wouldn't go to where Shaban is. He would feel so out of place. You know, in in like a city with smart people, everybody's smarter than him. You know, he might not even he might not be the dumbest on the island there. So it doesn't make him feel like he's, you know, a worthless piece of whatever. Sure. Like and all he knows is his milking, his farming. That's it's the only life sad, he knows. Man. And I don't it's think so he sad. would ever leave it. Yeah. yeah. Dear Siobhan, obviously, I don't know what ensconced is. But I thank you for the offer of the free bed and the whatnot. But I won't be taking you up on it, I'm afraid. As I told you, me life is on in its errand. Me friends, me animals. Even now as I write, little donkey Jenny is looking at me, saying, please don't go, Barrick. We'd miss you. And nuzzling me, the gilly ghoulie. Get off, Jenny. Other news, in sadder news, actually, I won't be able to ask Dominic anything, I'm afraid. Because they found him in the lake this morning. I suppose he must have slipped and fell in. So there'll be no one to take care of the animals anyway.
Yours sincerely, your loving brother, Horik Sulevon. What a tragic end it, to he's like, not even these that characters. Dull. I don't I don't consider him a dull character. Like I think no, more dull content. as in boring. Sin- yeah, he's content. content. Yeah. He's yeah, but Holm was saying like he talks about his like donkey shit or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck else is there to talk about on this <laughs> right, shitty exactly. island? Well, like, that's Colm's point. Like, he's tired of the fucking small talk. He doesn't want to talk about his donkey shit for two hours. Colm is like a fake intellectual who's like being an asshole by just cutting yeah, his friend off like this. Like, he's I definitely the, the villain of the film. And he's definitely the antagonist to like, I mean, he's not I'm even with you. I mean, like he Hodgers. went to extremes, yeah. like any sane, any normal person, which again, this feeds back into like, he's not normal. He's not right in the head. He's depressed. There's a lot going on with him that we probably don't even know, but a normal person would not go to this extreme to drive someone away like that, you know, if they were actually friends. So it's yeah, hundred percent. He's, he's the antagonist. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully all the films that are up for Oscars aren't this boring and depressing. But Well, we're going to watch one next week. <laughs> Another one next week. Oh, the menu. Yeah, the menu. I've noticed yeah. that I've more or less accidentally uh, put together a trilogy uh, about the artist, I would say. <laughs> okay. Because if you, look at, if you look at the last movie, The Birdman, I'm sorry, Birdman. Mm-hmm. Bird, the Birdman is a story. The Birdman. Yeah, Birdman, right? It's all about like the struggle of an artist and legacy and all this shit. And then this movie, right? Like Colm is a wannabe artist. Like he's got some skill. He's got some talent. And he he wants to do something before he dies. And he doesn't want distraction yeah. with the dullness of of the island. And he's taken on his regret. And he, he's a very emotional art. Like, so he stubbornly cuts off his only way to actually do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. But he, but to, he sees himself as to an prove artist. a point. Yeah. So he's, he's an artist worried about legacy. And the next movie it has a layer about an artist and all that stuff as mm-hmm. well. I won't, I don't want to ruin anything there, but there is a theme, a common theme across these three. I see these as a trilogy, the artist, the suffering of the artist. Trilogy of the so artist. Holmes yes. started with his left hand, and being a fiddler, he uses his you use your left hand if you're right-handed. You use your left hand on the on the neck of the violin or whatever, mm-hmm. and you use the bow on your right hand. Wouldn't you start if you're gonna? You know, you still want to prove your point, but wouldn't you start with your right hand? Which I mean, it would that's have. That's why he made a double down. On that's it. what I mean, he wants. I'm going yeah. to use the fin- where I need my fingers. Like. Again, I think I think he's already tossed away his life, and he doesn't value his body as much anymore. And he's just like the only thing I really have is music, and if I can't have that, then I can't. Then what do I care about my fingers? I mean, he even says at the end, like he's relieved. He's kind of relieved after it all happened. Like you know, Podrick felt bad that he cut off all his fingers, but Colm even says like, "I'm I'm relieved." And like, but why is he relieved? Yeah, why Why is is he relieved? I was gonna ask. I think he's relieved because see, this is now he well, this is now he doesn't. Because now he doesn't he have the distraction of living longer to play was... music. I, and he doesn't I, have the choice either. He can't even do it now. He took See, it if out. He, if he did his right yeah. hand, he could just tape the bow it's to sad, his man. stump and then <laughs> still play. But no, I don't think the, I don't think Colin's going to live much longer. Honestly, I I don't. I think the opening scene. I think the opening scene has. Or it looked like a doll. 
He has like these masks or something yeah. going on. In his yeah. Scenes. And had. one of them looked like he had a noose on. I don't know, dude. I, I. It's probably another metaphor for depression. Like, you know, the mask he puts on. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's just not right in the head, unfortunately. And I think, um, Podrick just doesn't see darkness. He sees nothing but brightness. And I think that's, that's again, well, going back to the beginning not, of this movie. Not by like, the end. No, but like seeing this. Podrick completely changes of... his point of view. Yeah. Towards right. the end. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Again, it's sad. Cause Colm like drags Podrick down. Yes. Like, that's he really ultimately does. what happens. He's that's an anchor, you know, and he probably, yeah. he would probably blame Podrick for him not being able to do his music when essentially it was his own fucking dumb fault for cutting his own fingers off. Like being that stubborn to cut your own fingers off. Like it's nobody's right. fault except for himself and how he handled the situation and how he went about it. So maybe I'm being too literal about this movie and thinking too much reality because I because it's a 1920s movie and there's no like wizards with spells or laser blasts or anything any shit like that. But it just uh, there's a lot of metaphors. There's a lot of reading into things and stuff like that. I just didn't. I didn't think it was a very fun movie. So a lot of people that are saying that it needs to win all these movies are like, it is fantastic, best movie, best dialogue, best screenplay, blah, blah, And in the end, it was pretty, but, and the acting was super good. Like, Colin Farrell and, uh, what's the, what's Colm? Uh, Brendan, Brendan Gleeson. Gleeson. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. both those guys are amazing. Like, even, Dude, all even Dominic. Sister was really sister was good. Fantastic. Dominic yeah. was great. He had, like, a twitch going on. He was incredible. He was yeah. incredibly awkward. Like, the, when he was when he was asking uh, Saban out on the date or whatever like that, like, I was just... It was hard to watch. Painfully so awkward. I was just cringing for him in my seat. Like, the yeah. performances are so good, but just as, yeah. like, a general... I don't know. And I do like dark comedies in general. Like, I like fucked sure. up stuff. Like, I don't mind that. But yeah. someone was just a... A slow trip down. It's always like I said, always sunny in Irish in Ishima or <laughs> in Ishiran. Hiroshima. No, no. I, was gonna um, say I think, I think that's sort of I, that's what I like about this movie. Even if you just take it at face value and don't read into it, I still think you get something out of it. Um, but it does offer a little bit. You can dig into it a little bit deeper yeah. behind you know the themes and everything. So even if you don't do that you can still take it at face value and like, it's pretty obvious some of the things um, that they're trying to get across. Some of depression the, some of the dumb the shit one. Podrick does is just fuck it. It makes you chuckle, but it's not like a, it's not a funny movie. It just has some funny, I don't know, funny parts to it. Yeah. Or like, I like yeah. the irony is kind of thick in it throughout too. Like it's just, Hey, it's it's weird to say, but like I'm, I think it's refreshing because go for it, man. Give me, give me something different. Yeah, I just want for sure. variety, That's and exactly. like this movie's it's... variety. And I think you got this last year. You had everything from like Maverick to you know your typical Marvel movie. You had Avatar thrown in there. You had um, everything everywhere nope in there. Like, everything, everywhere. yeah. There's a lot of movies. So yeah, R R R was in there. We yeah, you know, there's so many fun wild flavors. movies and stuff yeah. like that and i just think this fe- this just covered the role it's like how about a movie that's just makes you think it's kind of sad actually and it's sad it's nice um, that it was small too like there's it's like layered there's only like it's five or six and characters small. Yeah. in it, it yeah it's just kind of nice yeah. 
di- dialogue driven. And it's, it's slow. It's, and the comedy is different. It's, it's different comedy. Too. It's not the same comedy. It's different I comedy. comedy. So I don't know. I, I think this is the movie that I think we'll we'll know if it's good in in five years past or something like that. Will we look back and say like, hey man, remember that movie? You know. The thing, I, yeah, that's. I think that's one of the things I liked about it. Is it first, it like you said, is not like a movie that I've never really seen before, and like I appreciated that it was simple. You know, it's just these characters. This is it, they tell you the plot right up front. Colm doesn't want to be friends with Podrick anymore. That's the whole premise <laughs> of the it. film. And it. then what happens after that? between them you get so, to the end of the movie i like that it was simple it was easy to follow there's nothing like yeah. you know really hidden that deep again you can there is a layer where you can dig into it but at face value it presents itself as so yeah. simple that like i think anyone can relate to it you can't yeah. small townness like i gotta get out of this fucking town man but i don't mm-hmm. know where to go and i don't you know all that stuff it's like very the, relatable the small town Probably. gossip like when he goes to drop yes. off the milk, and that old oh, the lady with for, the fucking... <laughs> she's asking for gossip about everything. She's just, you can tell it's like a small Got place. News? Everybody needs to hear That's something. That's not news. Go Copy. through people's fucking mail. That was pretty ballsy of Podrick, though. What he said to the fucking cop. The cop's you a know, dick about how he him. beats his son every night and fucking Podrick touches him. Stood up from. He did the right thing though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's letting it be known. You want fucking news? I got news for you. This guy beats his kid and plays with him. Yeah. Yep. You know? Damn, dude. And yeah. uh, I like that Podrick better than <laughs> the end of the movie Podrick. Although well, the and that's, the that's what Colm was liking, too. Is like, this is the, this, I like this version. He's standing up for himself and he's, he's writing. He's calling people out for being jerks. And yep. Colm was being a jerk. And he's like, you called me out. I am being a jerk. And you stood up because he's so nice and boring. Oh, that's okay. He's a pushover. Oh, that's all right. By the way, my donkey ate corn, so much corn in his shit last night. You know, like, that's not interesting. I want the guy that's, like, calling, like, the police officer, and that's why he was there to protect him. You know, he knew that. Well, I don't know what he, he probably didn't hear the conversation. He just saw him getting punched, and he picked him up. But I'll tell you what, though, man, it was really, it's really sad when you see an adult cry. And I thought it was really sad when. He's riding back to his house. And he's mm-hmm. ashamed and embarrassed and all stuff, and he's mm-hmm. he's struggling to keep his emotions in. And you know, like he breaks down crying. I'm like, oh man, this this movie's got some good acting in it, you know. So I don't know. Colm does. Just, Colm is sending they, mixed messages there I, too. I know, I know, because he gives him like a pat on the back when he leaves. Get, like, yeah, will they won't? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like Ross and Rachel they? from yeah. Friends. Right? <laughs> will they won't they be friends? Yeah. yeah. So uh, true. That's still what we're left with at the end, too. We'll I know. Like, what What the Great. fuck? What's the difference from the beginning of the movie? You just spent two hours of body mutilation and making me feel bad. Well, Dave, you said people should not see this movie. You wouldn't recommend it. It's. I would say it's recommend. I think it's highly recommended. Sure. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a solid movie, but, like, I guess it depends on who I'm recommending it to. If Is it a buddy who likes John Wick movies? Then, no, I wouldn't recommend it to him because... I like John. Is this somebody so. who went to school for film? Oh, I am an artiste and I make film. Cinema. Cinema. So I, it depends. I don't think I'm going to watch this one. I'd much rather rewatch Birdman and Ooh, milk yeah. more out of that than watch this it's one. It's interesting, again. you know, because last week Eric wasn't so hot. 
No, Dave, you know something? <laughs> it typically happens. Next week will be the tiebreaker. The menu will be the tiebreaker to see. Yeah. We'll see what kind of see what happens. We're gonna feed weird shit to people. Who knows? Like, yeah, yeah, that'll be that one will be interesting for sure. I mean, I, yeah, the I've, the buzz the buzz is uh, undeniable on that one. I mean, I'll tell you what. Regardless of how we feel about these movies, they are definitely like great to talk about. Like Birdman is worth watching. Great to talk worth about. talking about. Yeah, this movie I think is fun to talk about well, they're all just fucking be- everything we watch is well made it may not be what you want to watch or it may not be like your style of movie but they're all most of everything has like good acting good cinematography and all that kind of i stuff. mean that's a, just, yeah that's exactly what i said about birdman like it's an extremely well made well acted movie. incredible mm-hmm. incredibly well made yeah and same with same with this one yeah yeah yep we just like the finer things in life maybe <laughs> maybe just Dave wants an explosion like the same flavor an explosion or two. Well, even I mean, I'm guessing no explosions in the menu. Even a, a fight or well, at, maybe a kitchen kitchen explosion. Right, get a barroom right. brawl. Kitchen fire. Get, I don't know. I get a twist in there somewhere. Get something. I don't know. There was some brawls in in this movie. Some, they're quick. It's just like an uppercut yeah. and cops out. I was hoping <laughs> Colm and Podrick would end up just duking it out, but I guess that that kind of goes against both of their their characters. So. I don't know. Maybe the cop should have died and let Dominic live. That would have made me feel better. I feel like the way it ended, I, I could have used one more scene. I don't know what Some... it would have been, but it felt like, wait, oh, it's ending right now? Like, uh, I feel like something's not resolved, I think but I they, don't know what it is. I think, I, I think that's some, that was again, the intention, by design. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like you're not supposed to feel, you kind of hop in and you hop out. Some movies, you know? yeah, leave you feeling a little bit, you know, with blue balls a bit in this one i think did is yeah. that a cinematography term blue balls like, yes okay cinema blue balls i was something. left with blue balls yeah cinematic blue balls <laughs> well what, do we have anything else to I'm good. say about this movie I've said a lot all right well let's let's yeah, end that combo did. here yeah fact. I you like fact. you, you fucking talked about it like I like kind they of said like a lot. Soul. Everything like, ended with a like. It was like weird. Like, is that a thing? Because like I thought that was like a California thing, but I guess like some Irish person ended up. Well, in it's California. like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah it's like ending it. It's like almost like a a question. Like, yeah. What are we gonna do later? Like you know. I yeah. Know, exactly. Like, yeah. Right. Is exactly what they would say. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, like yeah, a question. And say, so like, at the right? end too. They just said so at the end. Yeah. So weird. But. Yeah, I I love the by the end of the movie I did like this is a very charming accent. I don't know if I could live there. I probably would go right. crazy. But it's fun to like hear you this get, accent because I've takes, never heard it before. It Takes a bit like to this. get used to. Like oh, I read yeah. the the Train Spotting book and Train Spotting is the same way. Like that movie yeah, too, it's where it's just gibberish. like so thick. But like the book was written like phonetically, <laughs> so you have to like read right. the oh. words out. I in couldn't your head read it because it. of that, dude. I, was I was like, Fuck couldn't, this. Handle that. <laughs> couldn't handle that. Couldn't handle that. Uh, yes watch with subtitles if you watch this one um but all right cool well let's end that convo there and we'll move on to a little a little game let's see how much you know about your irish history oh god oh boy
right, you lads. We're gonna see how much you uh, know about your Irish history. You sound I- Scottish. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> I'm Irish. What are you talking about? <laughs> Me mother was from Scotland. Leave me alone. <laughs> you sound like uh, the janitor from The Simpsons. No, Tom was really Scottish. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a little Irish. Hold on. This is the ultimate Irish Ooh. history quiz. Oh, and this goodness. is from ultimatequizquestions.com oh, slash no. Irish history quiz. I'm mostly Irish. And uh, I'm probably going to say, like, I got hey, a little bit of, I got a little bit of Irish. I dated an Irish girl A once. wee bit. Does that count? I got a wee bit of Irish. Yeah, Dave's Polish as fuck. I've been in Ireland. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Oh, these are going to be, I, I tried to pick a little bit of an easier one. Um, but these are multiple choice questions. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Um, I have a chance. So it's a little bit easier. We'll go. We'll go alternating, and then the first to get, I don't know, three right. Okay. We'll, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, three right. That sounds good. Wins. Yikes. All right, here we go. Uh, we'll start. We'll see who goes first. I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? Who? Brandon. Mm. I picked the number four. I'll go with seven. Ah, David, look at the Irish. Yay. It was seven. Spot on. All right. <laughs> Dave gets to go <laughs> first. Our accents are I get a all double over the place. Uh. All right, here we go. Question number one. This is a softball. What day is St. Patrick's Day? March 17th, <laughs> April 17th, May 17th, June 17th. March 17th. That is correct. Oh, phew. I got that one wrong. with my bad. I don't know. It's sometime in the spring. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got him. Here we go. There we go. Dave gets one. Yay. Do I have to write this down? Yep, Dave. One question right. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon, all right. Number two. In which year did the Irish Civil War end? How, How relevant? 1918, 1921, 1923, 1928. It'll end when I'm fucking dead. 1923. Ay, that is correct. Wow. I think it was only a year of war. Yep. So, a year long war. Well, yeah, because you know. It was in 1923, and the war ended in 1923. All right. One to one. All right. Now, this this is going to separate the boys from the men here. I love boys to men. Uh, when, Dave, number three, when did the Constitution of Ayer come into force? Was it 1926, 1930, 1934, or 1938? Can you repeat those dates again? 19... <laughs> 1926, 1930, 1934, 1938. I'm going to say, hmm. If the Civil War ended in the 20s, I'm going to go 1926. We figure... Sorry. Oh, my God. That is incorrect. It was 1938. I would have gone wow. with the same one, Dave. Civil War, you got to... You know, <clears throat> that's the prime time to make your new laws and shit like that. Uh, that's probably what they I were. They were too drunk. It took them a while to get around to writing them. All right. Brandon, number four. Still one-to-one. What is the capital city of the Republic of Ireland? 
I added and uh, got away from me a little bit. I know. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> is, it, is it Belfast, Dublin, Cork, or Galway? Oh, man. I don't, I've never heard of Galway, so I know it's not that. <laughs> you must not listen to Ed Sheeran. Uh, I hate Ed Sheeran's nope. music. That sucks ass. <laughs> Um, it sucks ass, dude. His music. Well, is he's really, Irish. Yeah, so. his music sucks. Um, talking about his Galway girl. <laughs> oh, sounds like uh, a panty dropper. Cork. <laughs> it was all Cork, uh, Dublin, and Belfast Dublin. and Galway. I should know this. I should know this. I am so embarrassed that I'm not going to get this right. Um, uh, you know, Dublin is so popular. It's so popular. It's the one that everybody knows. But Belfast. Cork is old as shit, but I'm going to go with, God damn it. I'm going to go with Belfast. It's Belfast. Uh, that is incorrect. Is it Dublin? It's got to be Dublin. When I look at you, Brandon, I'm Dublin in size. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. Dublin. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, man, I should have gone Dublin. All right. All right. Still 1-1. One, one. <laughs> All right. Number five, back to Dave in Ireland. When were women given the right to vote? Never. Was, never. <laughs> uh, is it 1900, 1918, 1925, or 1936? 36, 25, and 36. They made their new laws in 38. And it didn't seem like in the movie, Shaban seemed like she had the right to vote? I don't know. It didn't seem like women were too highly thought upon then, so... I'll go with 36. 1936. Incorrect. Oh, my God. I knew it. The correct answer is 1918. 18, huh? Oh. 1918. Good for them. All right. They beat us. All right. Here we go. Um, back to Brandon. Still 1-1. Still tied up. <laughs> In 1949, which historical event occurred? Was it Ireland was divided into two separate countries? Ireland abolished the monarchy. Ireland declared itself a republic, or gay marriage was legalized. Forty nine. Nineteen forty nine. The first one. Ireland was divided into two separate countries. Yes. Incorrect. <laughs> I have no idea. Dude. Oh, they declared I, their independence, right? They declared itself a republic. Was oh, the correct? Yeah, there you go. Good on him. All right. All right. Well, let's see. We got 13 questions here. So whoever, if no one gets three, it's whoever is the most by the end. All right. Next question, Dave. In 1916, which rebellion took place to denounce British rule? The Christmas Rebellion, the New Year Rebellion, the Easter Rebellion, or the St. Patrick Rebellion? Oh, jeez. Easter, Christmas, St. Patrick's, and what? New Year's? New Year's, yep. Oh, man. 1916. They all sound cool. Easter, Christmas, St. Patrick's, and uh, New, New Year's. Year. Well, I don't think it's Christmas, because that seems like a weird time to have a rebellion. <laughs> um, I think I know. In this, I think, yeah, that's it's gotten me this far, you know. <laughs> uh, I think spring... Is a good time for rebellion. Everybody's been cooped up all winter. They got <laughs> everybody's getting feisty. They got cabin fever. They got spring fever. They're ready to get out there and fuck some stuff up. So <clears> I'm <throat> gonna go with Easter. Yeah, 
Well, oh, that convoluted ass logic got you to the correct answer. Yeah, they're super religious too, and they're always conflicted with their religion, right? So, yep. St. Patty's Day sense. is like way too old to be a rebellion day. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I think it's Easter. Uh, just yep, because it was of Easter, the, so, they're so religious out there. Uh, All right, Dave <laughs> takes the lead. Shit. Two questions right. All right, fucking hell. Here's your time. Here's fucking hell. Here's your time to come back. During the potato famine, most families emigrated to which country? Was it England, Scotland, Wales, or the good old U.S. of A? I don't know. The U.S.A. <laughs> hey, that is correct. <laughs> when was the potato famine? They got a date on that? 1941. Uh, it's It was in the early 19-aughts. I don't know. Oh, okay. Great potato famine was... Oh, 1840s. I was completely Shit. wrong. 1849, wow. 1845 to 1852. Damn. Oh. So are we a tiebreaker? Tie, or tie? Tie? Yeah. Did we just tie? So yeah, 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. Next one takes it. Here we go. All right, back to Dave. During the Iron Age, which group of people moved to Ireland from Europe? Was it the Romans, the Vikings, the Celts, or the Tudors? Romans, Vikings, <laughs> Celts. Or, or the, the Tudors. Tudors, the Tudors are all age. English people. Vikings, no. Romans. Oh, how long ago was that? <laughs> Iron Age. It had to have been 16th, 17th century. I'll go with the Celts. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. Aye! Aye! Dave, Dave, Dave was correct. He takes the win. They're Celtics. Or the, that's well, right. The Boston Celtics, you know. That's right. There you go. There you go. There's See? A, there's a leaf, four leaf clover on there. That means they're from Ireland. Convoluted logic gets me there to space camp. All right. Yep. That's it. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, never mind. Okay. Well, Dave takes it. He's going to <laughs> the Isle of Inishirin oh. for his oh, vacation. I can't wait. I got fucking robbed. I did like. I would move out there and just. <laughs> Grow weed on my farm and just be happy as Podrick. Me and Pod, I'd hang out with fucking Podrick. I would too. Yeah, yeah. Got nice nothing guy. better to do, right? Yeah. He likes nice animals. Guy. Anybody that hangs out with like horses and donkeys, like that's a cool person. They, they have yeah. empathy, you know. Kind They're soul. Probably, yeah. Come out in the house. Exactly. Yep. I'm down at the pub at two. I'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, oh, dude. I legit. Every day. I didn't want to have a beer watching this movie. It was, it's like it was, you know. 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, ah, if I have a beer, I'm instantly going to fall asleep. But they kept drinking these dark beers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I got a porter in my fridge. All right. And I did. <laughs> like 20, 30 minutes into the movie, I had to pause it, go to my fridge, open up a porter, sit down, and drink it because there were so many damn pub scenes <laughs> in mm-hmm. the movie. It was funny. You know how like, somebody smokes a cigarette? People that smoke cigarettes need to have them when they see it. Just sure. like me with beer. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta have a beer. So, a dark you're beer. admitting you're an alcoholic. <laughs> I guess so. Am I an alcoholic? <laughs> well, when I see a beer, I gotta, I gotta have one. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> it felt so good, and it was delicious. Well, it's like you were drinking up here a beer with Podrick, then. Mm-hmm. You know, you're I'll drink with one, you, Podrick. He's drinking one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Well, that was a fun discussion on on a movie that I did not expect us to cover, but I'm glad we did. Came that was out a fun of nowhere one to talk yeah. about. Yep. Well, I'll wrap us up here. Bring us home. Uh, if you want to follow us on social medias, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at The Nomads of Fantasy 
on TikTok. Brandon's been putting some work in over there. Yeah, check out the Jim Carrey out. one I found. I thought that was a cool little video about Jim Carrey. Check that one out. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, what else? You can join our Discord, nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. Come play what's map. Still going play, hot. Still going yeah, hot. Yeah, play, play what map. And Marvel Snap. That sh- those Marvel two Snap. channels are... Everybody's constantly <laughs> yapping always, on those channels. <laughs> there's always something good going on in Snap. Yep. So hop in our Discord there. That's always fun. Oh, can I tease? Uh, can I tease the next oh, episode a little bit? Please. I have an please, idea. Yes. So you know, we like to brainstorm with the show. Uh, check out our portal episode to see like what we can do with the show. Um, kind of have fun with it. But um, I had one of my buddies. He's a chef. He's a Cajun chef. It's great. And I had him make a Nomad burger for the podcast because the next episode we're going to be talking about the menu and I just thought it would be really cool to come up with a like a recipe a burger everybody can eat a burger right and it's accessible but uh there will be a recipe there will be an actual recipe for the next episode in the show notes and you can actually make that burger out maybe listen to the episode while you make that burger that might be kind of cool because the movie is is a is a food-based food focused story and all that stuff so i think it'd just be kind of fun so i hope people get into it um and then let us know take photos of the burger that you make and send it to us i want to make one of these it looks yeah. good i like i like I gonna say we should be. all make one for the episode and then eat it while we're recording oh that's a good idea i i oh, plan on taking my yeah. buddy and more uh, asmr yeah get some asmr mouth sounds going on the podcast some mukbangs going mukbangs? well my buddy that's the chef i want him to watch the movie with me and like make the burger together and all that stuff. So I might actually make some promo material for uh, the next mm. episode. So it'd be kind of fun, mm. but yeah, something, something different, you know, shake things up. Yeah. You don't I'm know what I'm Googling mukbang, mukbang is, now. No, I'm Googling it. Yeah. It's where just people just eat a shit ton of food on camera and people watch like perverts. No, that's what, that's what a mukbang is. That's weird. Is. That's disgusting. Yep. <laughs> it sounds, yeah, it sounds real nasty. I don't want to hear that shit. Is that like, you want to hear mouth noises? No. Oh, my God. No, that is literally the worst. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Where are we going with this? She <laughs> <laughs> said mukbang. Next time, mukbang Nomads of Fantasy mukbang. Please, no. Coming soon. All right. Jesus. Uh, well, with that, as always, safe travels, nomads. See you at two. I can wake
Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's eight weeks since my last confession, I think. Go on, Colin. Ah, just the usual, I suppose, Father. The drinking and the impure thoughts. And a bit of pride, I suppose, although I never really saw that as a sin, but you're, I'm here now. And how's the despair? Not so much of it of late, thanks be. And why aren't you talking to Parik Sullivan no more? That wouldn't be a sin now, would it, Father? It wouldn't be a sin, no. But it's not very nice either, is it? Who told you? It's an island, Colin. Word gets around. Also, Parik asked me to put in a word like... I see. So... It isn't him you have the impure thoughts about, is it? You're joking me. I mean, are you feckin' joking me? People do have impure thoughts about men, too. Do you have impure thoughts about men, Father? I do not have impure thoughts about men. And how dare you say that about a man of the cloth? Well, you started it. Well, you can get out of my confessional right now, see so you can. And I'm not forgiving you any of these things until the next time, so I'm not. Well, I'd better not be dying in the meantime then, eh, Father? I'll be pure fucked. You will be pure fucked. Yes, you will be pure fucked. <laughs>